Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, everybody. Do the show, bitch. We are halfway home on a Tuesday. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Very excited about this uh, next interview. Uh, one of my favorite people in San Diego. Known Tom for many, many years. Uh, the brother of the late, great Peter Seidler. We are now joined by our pal and yours, Tom Seidler. He's Padre's Senior Vice President of Community and Military Affairs. Good morning, Tom. Welcome to the program. Morning, Stephen. How are you guys doing? And we're doing so well. So good to talk to you. Just wanted to, uh, first and foremost, express our condolences to you and, and uh, your entire family. Uh, we all loved Peter very much. I know you did as well. What kind of, um, I've got a brother, you know, and, and my two boys are, are brothers. What kind of brother was Peter? He was great. He was an older brother, you know, with the 10 of us. He was number two and I'm number seven. So he, um, he coached some of the younger ones like me in sports. He coached me in baseball, and he was a great baseball coach. We won our league championship. He coached me in basketball. Did he not was know an that. Awful basketball coach. We didn't win a game. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like if I was to coach basketball. Pretty good as a baseball coach. Not so great as a basketball coach. What What, what was he lacking, Tom, in the basketball arena? No, I think he wasn't aware of um, his limitations, but it's, it's good he ended up buying a baseball team, right? <laughs> and not a basketball team. Was that always, I mean, obviously, you know, from the O'Malley family, you were, it was baseball was in your blood, but was that like his, his dream and like a family dream, like to get back into the business, or was this more of something that happened later in his life? I mean, I think we all had it in our blood you know we grew up with it and um i think the padres was a special opportunity that he saw a team that hadn't won a championship yet and, and bringing a city its first is special and it's uh you know such a great community and la had you know the way la had grown and san diego is just clearly the, the better part of southern california so he saw it as a better for his family and and a good opportunity to to bring winning baseball and new culture to San Diego sports. Uh, talking to Tom Seidler here on Ben and Woods this morning. And Tom, you know, when something like this happens, I mean, 
you guys have to grieve and you guys have to be there for, for his family, but there's also a responsibility to the community. And I know that's something that you guys don't take lightly at all and you never have. Uh, and as long as, as you know, you guys are there, I don't think you ever will, but I wanted to, uh, to ask you about the Seidler Legacy Fund. I wanted to ask you as well about what exactly is going to go on next year to honor the memory of, uh, of your brother Peter. Yeah, we're, we're excited about this. Uh, you know, Peter had a lot of passions, the, the homelessness uh, everyone knows about with the Lucky Duck and uh, and his nightly walks and stuff. But he also was concerned about helping wherever we could in underserved pockets of San Diego and health and wellness and education, um, you know, youth baseball, softball. So we're going to look for projects. In fact, I was in Tijuana yesterday looking at a, a possibility of a new baseball softball field down there um but we're going to look at at, um, opportunities in all of his areas of interest and see what we can do kind of in his name keep his legacy alive and we've had a great outpouring of um support from fans from members of the ownership group uh, from players who have put in a lot of money so we have all these matching funds now so if fans donate a dollar so the Peter Seidler Legacy Fund, it uh, becomes $5 with uh, each dollar matched with four more. So we think we'll have a good amount of money and make some big impact in areas of need around San Diego and across the border and, um, you know, continue doing what we were doing with the Padres Foundation under his guidance. And uh, we're excited about it. I've talked to Eric Grubner about it over the last couple of weeks, and it's, um, it's something we're excited about doing uh, moving forward. Fans who are interested in donating can uh, go to www.padres.com slash legacy fund. And as Tom said, all those do- dollars will be matched one, two, three, four times over. So one equals five. And One more time, how long is that going for? Is that just today or is that going on? No, it's giving Tuesday today, but this is going forward for a while, correct, Tom? Yeah, yeah. It's it's um, We have no end date. Today's giving Tuesday, and but um, you know, if you want to uh, figure out with your company or your family or whatever if you want to make a donation we'll take it anytime it's not going away anytime soon and, and as you said uh ownership the padres foundation going to be matching the seidler family which is fantastic but you said the padres players are stepping up with that donation as well do you have any of the kind of the details of of how that that kind of came part of it and and who's stepping up and helping out here well, quickly, the, the guys that are here, you Darvish, Manny Machado, and Joe Musgrove, all who already donate to our foundation, but they're here working out, staying in shape in the off season. They've quickly said we're all in and, and you know, committed to matching dollars. So yeah, it's, it's great that we've got guys that are leaders on the field and in the community like you, Manny, and Joe, and I'm sure other players, as we spread the word, will participate as well. That's amazing. It's amazing to hear talking to uh, Tom Seidler here on Ben and Woods this morning. And, you know, I know Ben talked to you about Eric Katsenda last night uh, on the news. This is obviously a different platform. Wanted to ask you about uh, the man that now has been kind of thrust into uh, the limelight, as it were, because, you know, one thing that your brother did very well, along with uh, A.J. Preller, Eric Gruppner, is you really feel like the Padres are on the map. 
Tom, as, as it were. I mean, you look on MLB Network now, and they're not always your our favorite stories to hear, but they're talking about the San Diego Padres every single day. Um, those are big shoes to fill for Eric Katsenda. I know he's not going to attempt to do that, but tell us a little bit about him as a person and what we could expect uh, with him kind of at the controls now. He's a wonderful man. You know, we've known Eric for 30 years. He's been Peter's partner for 30 years in his business. Um, and um, similar values to Peter, a good family man and, and um, cares and gives back. And, you know, I, I don't think it's fair to say one person's going to replace Peter. Sure. I think all of us have to do a little bit more. And, and Eric's, Eric, both Eric Gruden and Eric at center are obviously doing maybe quite a bit more. But um, I think that's how you fill the shoes of a great leader like Peter is for all of us to do a bit more and, and some of us a little bit more than that. So. I think, you know, Peter's mission was strongly ingrained in all of us who are with the Padres or with his um, equity business. And uh, and it's going to be very easy to have a, a roadmap to follow and, you know, keep the team winning on the field, keep the fan experience great and continue to do great things in the community. Talking to Padres Senior Vice President, brother of Peter, Tom Seidler is with us here on Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Talked about the Seidler Legacy Fund. Uh, there's also going to be the public celebration of life uh, that weekend in March, March 22nd, 23rd, right around there. Those details are coming out. And you seemed excited when I... Uh, talked to you last night about the patch that's going to be worn next year. Now, uh, it's not going to be unveiled until before spring training, but uh, that's something that uh, I think we're all going to like seeing on the jerseys in 2024, correct, Tom? Yeah, in fact, Peter's two daughters have um, have given their thoughts on the design, and, and it's kind of led the the direction of the design for that patch. So I, the, the more that story will come out when it's unveiled, but it's... Um, you know, it's a close to Shiel and 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 their daughter's hearts, and and uh, we're we're looking forward to seeing that unveiled uh, after the first of the year. Wow, Tom, that's such good stuff. Talking to Tom Sidley here on. It was Bennett. already going to be emotional seeing the patch. <laughs> now that we know the background, even more yeah, so. Yeah. Even more so. Hundred uh, yeah. percent. What a, what a great family uh, you guys are, and and give back so much to. Uh, our community here, Tom. Uh, obviously, Paulie and I are excited. We'll see you out at, at Fantasy Camp this year. I know it's uh, one of your biggest passion pro- uh, projects. But did you hear uh, who's going to be joining us out there? And that is one Benjamin Higgins. Now, he's not he's not going to play, Tom. He says he's not playing, but he's going to be there amongst us. Just creepily <laughs> watching I will, everything. I will be observing, and maybe I'll call some of the <laughs> he action. Wants he wants to do play-by-play yeah. in the worst way. So we're starting him here at the lowest level. <laughs> And so, just keep your eyes on him, okay? He promised, he promised he would play when we won a championship. Yeah, so he's, he's halfway did. there, which is good. I did, I did. I have feet to the fire on that yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's going to take a World <laughs> Series parade, and then you'll see me actually suit up at Fantasy Camp. Like, nothing would make me happier to, than to see that out there. Well, doubly so now. Doubly so. If we have the normal rash of pulled hamstrings and torn Achilles, we may have to use you as a pinch hitter, Ben. Oh, well, that's what I'm worried about. I can't afford a, I've got a golf game to worry about. I can't pull an hamstring or bump. tear an Achilles or anything. Before you go, Tom, uh, all the things that uh, you guys are going to be doing to, to honor Peter, 
is in addition to what the Padres do every year, their holiday giving tour oh, is yeah. underway. And I saw last uh, it was last week when everyone was handing out the, the turkeys, and there was a lot of military families there. I know you work closely uh, with the military as the, the senior vice president for military affairs, but that was amazing, and there's a, a bunch of stuff that's coming up this month as well that uh, Padres and, and front office members and players are going to be involved in. Yeah, we do this every year. It's about 25 events. And again, a, a few events. We're going across the border Saturday and doing a clinic, um, a baseball softball clinic in Tijuana, and then going to a community center run by the folks that help us build homes down there. Our front office builds a, a home in Tijuana every year. But we work with a number of charities, uh, Veterans Village, Armed Services, YMCA, the Monarch School, um, the Boys and Girls Clubs, and do a number of events, uh, primarily focused on kids and families from areas of need. and give them a little holiday joy and a little booster in the holidays. The players also participate in this and alumni. So it's a great series of events um, over the next couple of weeks. And um, we've added a special event for our employees to honor Peter in mid-December. So you'll hear about that in a couple of weeks as well. Last one for me, Tom. Has there been any uh, talk in all of these meetings about a potential a potential statue of, of your brother outside Petco Park? I think, um, you know, there's there's been a lot of great ideas from fans and, and others. And uh, I think for now, the, the focus is on the celebration of life and the patch and this legacy fund. And we'll see what time brings. Yeah. But um, and the important thing is that we're all kind of guided by his spirit. And, and um, you know, our hearts are broken, obviously. But, but the outpouring of love for Peter has kind of made our hearts more full than ever, in, in a way, which is... Um, you know, it's an interesting uh, dichotomy, kind of. But uh, um, if that's if that's in the cards down the road, uh, I don't think we're rushing into that um, with the number of you know Peter's legacy and our family's involvement are long term. So I don't think we're going to rush into some of those decisions. But Good. I, I appreciate I, you bringing it up. Yeah, and I think you know, I think just what you said right there, I think puts a lot of Padres fans at ease. Uh, it really does. The the fact that your family is is long term. Peter always talked. He talked to us about long term plans and a long term su- sustainable run of success. And look, it's baseball. Anything can happen. As we've seen, you know, we we saw the Diamondbacks go on a miraculous run. It can happen. Um, you know, but there, there's obviously no guarantees. But to hear that you guys will stay heavily involved in the organization, I think, does help uh, ease some minds of some Padres fans. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I told you guys privately, but I should mention it on air. Uh, Sheila and the, and the girls listened to your show in the aftermath of Peter's passing, and it was a good part of the healing process for them. You guys and the other shows on 97.3 really handled it well. It's a tough thing to do, and you guys had the right tone and had some fans tell great stories. And, you know, Peter would not want it to be all somber and grief. He would want it to be a celebration and good stories and and I think you found the right balance and, and really helped the family out. So thank you again. Yeah, the, the, you. the tier ones, the listeners were amazing. AJ Preller uh, at that yeah, press conference where we talked about the baggy, the share, shared love of baggy yeah. clothes. It was incredible. Was, I, everyone was laughing, and I, I know Peter would have loved that as well. Tom, it was so good to see you last night. So good to talk to you again here this morning. Again, just our... Our best wishes to you and your family, our deepest sympathies. I know the holiday season is tough, but you've got a, a community here in San Diego that loves the Sidlers, and uh, we certainly do here as a show as well. So thank you so much. 
Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Tom, Tom Seidler, uh, Padres Senior Vice President. Brother, younger brother, the the seventh of ten. Peter was number two. Tom is number seven. I can't even imagine. You know, I had two brothers. I had one brother, one sister. Yeah. Fe- felt like a fairly full house with the five of us. Having uh, like a, a house of a dozen people all together. That's something. I didn't know. I didn't know he coached. I didn't. I had yeah, no, no idea. I had no idea. Was, that's amazing. I had no I, idea. I didn't know how much uh, Tom was telling me last night. He mentioned a little bit, but how much he loved softball because his girls were getting into it, and he he became a huge softball fan with his girls as well. So that was a a big passion of his as well. It's weird. It's weird to say, uh, and I, I don't. I, I to hear that his wife and daughters were comforted by that is. It's weird to say. It's like one of the highlights of my career because it's not something you ever want to broadcast about. Right. But to hear that they listened and it helped them a little bit really made me feel good and um, and just proud of the listeners and and everyone that Tom weighed in. Tom mentioned that day. it, and I think we mentioned it last week. But the the note that he sent us on behalf man. of the family, like, incredible. Like it just, my jaw hit the floor. Yeah, it was really, really uh, beautiful. And that's not just for us; that's for all of you out there, everyone listening, everyone in the chat. Um, your support was huge and continues to be huge. And, and the next step will be, you know, supporting that Seidler Legacy Fund and, oh, and making sure we get the the maximum donations. I know, uh, you know, they're all committed to at least a million dollars in matching. So we do our part. That means five million dollars right there. <laughs> to the Seidler Legacy Fund, which is fantastic. Uh, we're going to take a quick time out. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, more thoughts on, on what you just heard. That was, uh, that was, uh, it was good to talk to Tom. I, you know, it's good to hear his voice, and you, know, you just kind of know it's been a rough couple of weeks. No so doubt. We'll come back after a check of traffic with more Ben and Woods here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Our thanks again to Tom Seidler. It was great talking to him in our last segment. It seems like Tier 1s were glad to hear from him as well, looking in the chat. Uh, yeah, it's still emotional to to talk to him and, and to see him last night. Just kind of your heart. It's both uplifting. As he said, it's both uplifting yeah. and also devastating at, at all the same time. All the emotions all at once. Man, when he said that his, his nieces were going to be uh, involved in designing the patch, that's it for me, guys. I mean, I, it's it's... There's no question. There's no like. There's no question. If they made, I don't buy jerseys. I'm not a jersey guy. I'd buy that jersey with that patch on it. Or at least heartbeat. please sell the patches for fans that already have jerseys that they want and they want to stick that patch on there. I think yeah. that would be a great idea. But man, you just you nailed it when you talked uh, to Tom about. You know, it's only been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. Yeah. And or I guess it's been two two, two, two weeks today now. actually. Two yeah. weeks now. Um, I, I would be a mess still two weeks after losing a family member that close to me. And for you, like you acknowledged, Woodsy, you still have that responsibility to the community with the team and all of that. And I think that they and the, the, the family and Tom and all of them have just really embraced that. And it's been really special to see over the last couple of weeks. No question. Uh, yesterday, correct me if I'm wrong, but we uh, the Sunny Gray News happened during our show. We talked about did, that, yeah. that signing. And we talked a little bit about Kenta Maeda, the pitching market being set for, for players like Michael Waka and Seth Lugo. I feel like we didn't mention what what I thought was a pretty good, slightly under-the-radar move from over the weekend for a Padres division rival when the Arizona Diamondbacks picked up good Eugenio call. Suarez. Yeah, really good call. Forgot from about that. From the Mariners, uh, basically to replace Seth Longorio, yep. who is a free agent at third base. But Suarez is not without his... Issues. His strikeout rate has just shot up the last couple of seasons, made him ex- expendable or tradable by the Seattle Mariners. Obviously, a couple of years ago, though, he was he was really an up and comer, exciting, you know, third base person. And the Diamondbacks, I think, are acquiring in a fairly buy low move here a potential high upside third baseman that solidifies and deepens their lineup from a team that's already coming off a run to the World Series. Quietly, uh, a pretty interesting move over the weekend. Yeah, I thought so, too. I mean, he's not doesn't cost a ton of money, and slots right in there, man, plays pretty good defense. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you got it. Longo was 38 years old. He only played in, 100, in 74 games. Um, and then they had to ride him in the postseason. But, yeah, a lot more stability uh, at that spot is what uh, General Manager Mike Hazen said. He's a guy we've liked for a long time. Uh, $11 million uh, contract in 2024 final guaranteed year of a seven-year deal. So uh, hit 22 bombs, drove in 100 runs almost. So, yeah, he did. He K's a lot, but you cut those down, you got a really good player. With all these uh, the pitching signings that we had this week, it felt like Padres may be falling behind, but there's still a lot out there on the market. MLB Network just put out just a partial list of guys. They asked the question, who's going to be the next domino to fall? And they got on their lefty list, Clayton Kershaw, Wade Miley, Sean Manaya, Jordan Montgomery, James Paxton, Eduardo Rodriguez, Hyunjin Ryu, Blake Snell, right-handed list, Jack Flaherty, Lucas Giolito, Seth Lugo, Shohei Otani, eh, not a, necessarily a pitcher there, but Luis Severino, Marcus Stroman, Michael Waka, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. It, it's looking more like the Mets and Yankees are getting into a bidding war for the Japanese star who's coming over, and his uh, his bidding process is underway. Next week are the winter meetings. We're already... 
we're already almost here uh, in Nashville next week, and uh, we will be well represented. Sammy Levitt's going to be out there in Nashville and checking in on a daily basis with us uh, and all of our shows and posting videos and reports and covering the entire thing from Nashville next week. So that's really exciting. If we can't be there, Sammy there is definitely the uh, the next best thing. And to be honest, probably a better thing even than us being there because yeah. he's going to do more work than we would. That's exactly <laughs> We would be checking out golf courses in Nashville, and I think they know that when they make their... Adam, he's not that stupid. Yeah, yeah we'd no, stay, and our show would be over at 10, and we'd go, all right, let's get, some, let's get some work done, and it would be like 10, 15, it's like, we're bored. Yeah. Let's go out and do something. Play some golf. You know, you, hey what's he going to want to listen to some music? I'm yep. going to want to play Scott some golf. Scott Morris is about to meet. Are you, yeah. you going to be there? Oh, like, oh sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. What's he's going to need four <laughs> hours in the dark hotel room in yes. the middle of the day? You know, some point if we're there you know why (laughs) so sammy is going to be the one who is actually working from like sun up to sundown all day long better him than me better him than me and he won't be playing any golf he probably will probably like bring his own snacks to eat on throughout the day to you know save some money for the company i wonder what a good employee that is i wonder what his food budget is we'll ask him on monday twenty dollars (laughs) twenty five for the whole day you so can get free cereal at the hotel. You're fine. So, uh, you know, they do have the uh, the manager's press conferences and the general manager's press conferences. So we'll get audio, obviously, from Sammy. Uh, anything that happens, any news that breaks, we should have it uh, We should have it right away here, no matter what time of day it's on. Because uh, Sammy is going to be up 24-7 the entire time he's there in Nashville. Walk me through what happened last year again. That was the Trey Turner rumors, the Aaron Judge yeah, we, rumors. So we were it was we here in there. San Diego. Yep. So we were there at the um at the Hyatt. Yep. Uh, you know, up above at the top of the escalator there. MLB Network was just around the corner. Mad Dog was there. And you went through the first couple of days and first of all you heard the rumors that the Padres were going after Trey Turner. And then he signed with the Phillies. And I thought we thought, wow, Padres made an offer for Trey Turner. And then the next day, the Padres reportedly were looking into Aaron Judge and offering him a giant deal. And then he re-signed with the Yankees. And then it wrapped up on, I think, Wednesday morning we were there. And then later in that day or the next day, Xander, Xander Bogart Xander. signed with the Padres. Yep, that's right. If, if I remember my timeline from last year's winter meetings correctly. Xander wasn't... During the winter meetings, I can I feel like I remember AJ Preller jumping on MLB Network after they got the deal done. It was after our Maybe show. Maybe it was after our show on that last. I think day. that's when it was. But it was, yeah, it was late at night. Was it Wednesday? I think, and then we had a show Thursday, but not from there. Correct, back here. Back but I remember here, yeah. him going on MLB Network to talk about Xander. I thought, I thought I did. I don't know. I don't. Well, maybe if we had stuck by. around for a little bit longer, we would have gotten that news. But again, that's why we're not going to Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Sammy, Sammy is. Samuel. Sammy would have been there. Sammy, He'll get it sorted. Sammy was there. So, I mean, are we expecting anything like that for the Padres next week? No, no. we're not expecting that this year. Are am I expecting the Padres to add a name or two of some sort? Yes. To the roster, especially the pitching rotation. Yes. Yeah, I'd be pretty disappointed if they didn't. Yes, there's got to be something that happens. Could a Juan Soto trade go down? I mean, it's it's possible. It certainly AJ Preller's, could happen. AJ Preller's suite is going to be buzzing with activity. It will be that I can promise you. I can promise you it will be buzzing. So with activity. we'll we'll have a ton of coverage uh, next week from the baseball winter meetings in 
Nashville. Don't forget, coming up at 9.15, another name will be called in our biggest fan contest. Your chance to win a night in the Odyssey Suite with friends, family, and 97.3, the fans host. The biggest fan contest is presented by the San Diego Seals. Tickets are on sale now at sealslax.com. Still to come, Kevin Charity from Mad Friars. We're going to get into the uh, Padres prospect lists, I've Rolling a, Stones ticket giveaways, and a Rhino report I've all got, ahead. I've got a bit of a spicy one for uh, Kevin Charity at 9, and it has to do with Ethan Salas, Ben. I want to ask him about Ethan and, and his path to the uh, big leagues. It's all coming up uh, on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Talked about the uh, free agent starters available just a second ago. MLB.com's Mike Petriello says it might be smarter to trade for a pitcher, and he has five names, and you'll recognize a couple of them as being talked about a lot, Woods, like Dylan Cease and Corbin Burns, Tyler Glass now, Shane Bieber. He throws on another one that surprised me. He even put googly eyes next to it. Logan Gilbert of the Mariners has been very solid. Now, no one has really rumored, why would the Mariners trade Logan Gilbert? He is under control through the 2027 season. Hasn't missed a start since he was promoted in 2021. They owe us one. Solid three and a half ERA, but they are desperate for offense right now. The Mariners need to fill out their lineup behind Julio Rodriguez, and they need hitting. And the Padres need pitching. I don't know if there's a potential match there, but Logan Gilbert would be one of the top potential arms, if he is even available out there, if you're looking to fill out a rotation. Oh, everybody for years has said, don't trade with the Rays. Don't trade with the Rays. We've pilfered the Rays. I'm not worried about the Rays in the slightest. Like, we own the Rays. We're the only team that's been successful trading with the Tampa Bay Rays. The Mariners, are that's who scares the crap out of me, as they are, are their back end of their bullpen. For years to come, and Austin Nola is no longer a San Diego Padre. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, listen, they're they're a little bit terrifying, but I think Logan Gilbert Ben is one that I think they'd be insane to trade him. I, I do t- tend to agree. I think they'd be but insane they're very to deep do it in pitching. They, they 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 do have arms. They do have arms, but I think that would be a pretty insane. I mean, uh, you, you know, know uh, 
Wu and Miller are some of the names Kirby. that you hear about them potentially trading. No one talked about them trading Gilbert, though. Why would you ever trade him? It's such a weird time of year because I just saw a tweet come across that the Astros are listening on Alex Bregman, of all people. Alex Bregman, that uh, which is nuts. I mean, for why? Why would you... Why would you give up on a guy like Alex Bregman, who is is really a cornerstone uh, of of an organization and a really great player? The Upper Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast brings you the latest news and insights to help you win in-depth analysis, start-sit questions. I mean, it's almost playoff time. Is, anybody, is your fantasy football team Did we still need that the right there? I'm just throwing that in. Oh. Upper Hand Fantasy on the free Odyssey so app, just... wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Weird place to put that. Because I'm about to check traffic here. And Sammy Levitt, who we were just talking about, has chimed in on one of our earlier topics today. Oh, he today. did. Yeah, he did. Going to get to that right after traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So if you missed it earlier, we discovered a Dallas Cowboys fan online who not only bears a... A fairly striking resemblance to Woods, but also sounds like him, but even more remarkably moves like him. And yeah, we have this the, video that we posted. The and mannerisms are astounding. I mean, you, Let even, the wind cease to exist. That's not, not, him. not him. You kick this, it'd be amazing. 60-yard temp right now. Are you me? Yeah. Kick this. <sighs> kick. Now, Sammy Levitt has chimed in on the guy. He says, the face, the mannerisms, the voice, incredible. He, he Even you were somewhat fooled when it, you saw that video. You looked and you go, wait, did someone get a video of me? What's going on here? Yeah, I don't do a Dallas Cowboys podcast, no. and nor do I care about the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> at all. The only thing I care about the Cowboys is Jerry Jones' glory hole audio. But That's I, all I care about. I wanted about. to focus on the mannerisms. Everybody... Glory hole. There was. Everybody has theirs, you know, the way they move, things that they do commonly. And you have that, you know, the way he kind of grabs his face and leans back and sighs. It's very similar. I realized just recently that I have developed a new tick. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't spot this. I'm surprised I, I you haven't. I, I'm yeah. surprised you didn't either. And it, it happens to be with my glasses, which I've only been wearing for a few months now. Um, just, you know, the eyesight, not quite as good as it used to be. And for the first time in my life, I'm wearing glasses and I find myself grabbing them at the side and then Woods will make a point and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of jazz hands it out right after I grab and jazz like some flair. Yeah. Just like, and Do you I, shake them. Not totally a little bit, just, just a little, just a tiny bit. And you've probably, if you watch us on the stream, perhaps you've seen me do it over and over again. And I catch myself after I do it every time I go, why do I keep? Why do I keep touching the side of my glasses and then pulling my hands off? And I do it over and over again. <laughs> and I can't stop myself from doing it. And it's starting to bother me. But I figured I can't be the only one out there who like has a tick that they can't get rid of. I have about a thousand. Yeah. I, my, I take my glasses on and off throughout the show. I bite my glasses. <laughs> I chew on everything. But the jazz hands thing, you just did it again. Yeah. I don't, I don't, can you not, you can't, the worst thing is when you have a tick and you, you know. Your hands and you're trying to. Yeah, you know. Don't you, do it anymore. You know you have a tick, but you can't. I mean, it's not, it's not a destructive one. I mean, it's, I guess it's better. What is you know, a destructive bite, Biting my tick. nails is yeah, a, kind of a bad tick that I'd you'd that. like to get rid of. Is that just a habit? Bad That's habit. a bad habit, whatever you want to call it. But I, you know, it's, maybe it's because the glasses are still somewhat new. Like when I first got married, I had never worn a ring before. And I remember for like 
18 months. <laughs> Couldn't stop playing with the dang thing on my finger. Twisting it, pulling it, pulling it on, pulling it off Save all that. the time. Eventually, <laughs> it started to get you know used to it, and it's just there, and you don't you don't think about it yeah. anymore. But for the longest time, and I think I'm in that stage with the glasses. They're still there, and I the still hands. You're doing it right it, now, <laughs> and I I just grab it, and I can't stop doing it. Now I don't know what to do. All I'm going to do is see it. No, oh, yeah. now it's going to drive me nuts. I'm like, will you stop with your jazz hands inside <laughs> of your face? Hello, my baby. Why do you? Why are you doing this? I don't know. I uh, I don't like. I can't wear them the whole show. They're readers. So if I'm reading something, great. If I'm just having a conversation with you, I tend to pull them off. But right. I, what I don't do is <laughs> jazz <laughs> hands. <laughs> it's incredible. I uh, mine are the opposite. I can I can read if I'm looking like. A, I, I actually have to pull them off to read, like in front of my face. But if I want to look across the room, if I want to read on the what's TV. on the TV screen, I need to have them on because I can't see at distance as well. It's just amazing. Originally, they were for the prompter, the teleprompter at work. Yeah. I stopped. Everything started getting very blurry, and Ooh, I'm going scary. I can't read that teleprompter anymore across the room, which is sometimes where the camera is set up. So. Figured I'm going to have to get some glasses. Do you ever and, think about contact? You know, Tom Seiler asked me about that last night because we both wear glasses. And I said, I don't like eye drops at all. Like, I flinch when I try to even put like Visine or something in. So you I don't think the I'm the world's gonna, biggest flincher. I don't think I'm going to really like sticking something on my eyeball every single day. That that just sounds unappealing. I got LASIK about 14 years ago, and it was the greatest thing I ever did. And I, you know, I'm on, I was under no illusion that for the rest of my life I was going to have 2010 vision, 2015 vision. Um, but to have it fall off the cliff as hard as it has for me, it's not great. I don't like it very much. Is there another surgery I can do to just do this part? Because I will do it. I have no idea. Because I'm nearsighted? Radial keratotomy? No, I, don't, I have no idea. I'm farsighted. I've, I've never gone through that process or been examined. Like, it sucks. I'm, I'm walking around yesterday. I walk into the grocery store. I've got my sunglasses on. But I have my readers here, uh, like, on you know, put on my shirt. My wife's like, why do you carry two pairs of glasses? I'm like, because I can't see, number one, and I have to wear sunglasses if it's bright. It sucks. The, and, ir- the irony is I, I must have been offered eye surgery 15 times yeah. from age 25 to 45 yeah. when I didn't need it going, hey, we got this sponsor. They want to do eye surgery. Don't I need it. Like, I, don't, I don't need it. I, my vision is good. But now it's uh, it's not good or at least not as good as it used to be. And I wear the glasses and I can't stop doing that. I've gone, to, I've gone to the doctor, uh, the eye doctor, and they gave me these, which are very weird. I think I have them with me. I don't. They're like almost bifocally. Where I have to like tilt my head down to see this, and then this is normal. But if I'm going to go play baseball or play golf, I can't wear bifocals when I'm out there. So I don't know really what to do. Well, I feel like a... one of the first things when we like started doing the show, and you were playing baseball like at a serious level, you got some sort of eye drops from Japan or yeah. something that were yeah. supposed to help you see the baseball they, better. They did. They did. They, they, they do. Yeah, they're the magic drops. And I feel I remember that they feel like somebody. Are they like illegal in in baseball? Do, I like, don't. If, I, if I a don't major think they're illegal. Player use them as that. No. The funny part is the the company. I think it's Roto R H O T O. They make them here in the states. You can buy them at CVS. They're not the same. The one in Japan feels like acid in your eye. Uh, it feels like somebody lit a match, blew it out, and then stuck it in your eye. And so my boys would always would you give me some of those drops. But Dave, um, Damian Jackson. 
told me about them. He goes, get these things. Go online. Get them from eBay. So I went to eBay. I spent a fortune on them. <laughs> go figure. I had to pay for the shipping and all that. Got like three bottles. They sent it to my house. Then my identity got stolen from that. So I had to like cancel my account. So they, were, they were very expensive. But the, he goes, you will be able to see the commissioner's name on the ball. He goes, it like it, it eviscerates any dust or anything in your eyes. They're unbelievable. I need to go order something right now. Actually, now that I'm thinking Did about you like do any research, though? Is no, there any long-term no. DJ told me to get them, right and now. I did it. And well, Damian Jackson said they yeah, were he good. He was a pro. So he said, I, you got to get it. these. Yeah, but the, the ones here, they're fine. They work. They're, they're a little cool in your eye. The ones from Japan, you put in your, you can actually hear. Like butter in a and, pan. And the whole, when you hit it, yeah, you like, you're like this for about three minutes. You're like this. But then when it's done, you feel fantastic. I'm sure that's fantastic for I your mean, long-term eye health. You get the box from Japan. You open it up. You open up the insert. It's all in Japanese. You're like... Man, these things better be good. And they well, were. screw it. They are so, You have no so idea. It's like, use three times a day. No. Don't use more Don't than use once every all. six months. <laughs> it, just incredible. And he, uh, it, you know, it's the search for the edge, Ben. I'm going to look them up. You always have that search the for search the edge. search for the I edge. Don't, I don't have that search for the edge that you've got. In yeah, this is sure. Roto Vita 40, I think they're called. <laughs> they're so good. You can get it from Japanese Beauty. Yeah, they're great. They're great. Try those. But most of us don't need that kind then of vision. Then you can try them at Fantasy Camp. Yeah, you can. Video. Video incoming. Bring your glove just in case. Will you? Bring my glove. Do you have a I glove? I do not have a glove. I'll I've not bring had a glove in years. I'll bring an extra. You don't have a baseball glove? Not anymore. I haven't had one in probably 10, 15 years. All right, I'll br- I'm going to bring you one. We got lost in a move somewhere and haven't seen it in a long time. These haven't needed great. one. I'm going to get some right now. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> He's oh, going, back, going back to his Japanese eye drops. Yeah, getting back to my roots. Just like that. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, these are great. Good for you. Thanks. Uh, let's see. What else we've got going here? It is uh, College Football Championship Week this week. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. Uh, matchups you're most intrigued in. Probably Washington, Oregon, Pac-12 Championship. That's Friday night. Still, I feel like it's. I feel like Oregon's going to win by three touchdowns, even though Washington continues to play by the skin of their Even teeth. though Washington is undefeated and beat Oregon in the yeah. regular season. I feel like right now. It almost makes you more confident in Oregon. It does. And, and the, I watched that Washington game last week, and it was just like, oh, my God, by the skin. Of, not that the Cougs are a bad team. They're not. But that you know, it's a rivalry game. They're, they're playing so hard. Um, and this will be, you know, Washington's going to be playing really hard in this game, but I feel like Oregon right now is a, a far superior team, don't you? Yeah. I mean, the I, line's I mean, like 12 and a half, so I'm not everyone, the only Everyone's kind of feeling that way. Georgia-Alabama, obviously, is... Ooh, mama! I mean, you thought many times that Alabama was They were left for dead. Done. A hundred times this And year. somehow they've gotten to this point with just the one loss to Texas. And if they win this game, going to be really hard to keep them out of the, no the college question. football playoff. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? You can. That's just one of those teams you can never, ever, ever count out. Never. They've had some dicey wins, including <laughs> last the last week. one was incredibly dicey over Auburn. Uh, the other one, I mean, Iowa-Michigan should be a Michigan route. Blowout. Texas-Oklahoma State. I would have rather seen Texas-Oklahoma rematch yep. than Texas-Oklahoma State, but Oklahoma State slides in there. Uh, Louisville-Florida State doesn't do a ton for me, no, although I'm either. sure... 
You can't ever be so confident in Florida State against any opponent, even Lost Louisville. Quarterback, yep. um, and then you've got Boise State-UNLV. We talked about that. That was the computer tiebreaker scenario that gave uh, UNLV and Boise State the edge over San Jose State. SMU-Tulane in the AAC and New Mexico State-Liberty in the Conference USA. Now, the reason why those are important, Tulane and Liberty are the top candidates for the New Year's Six Bowl of the non-Power 5 conferences. Tulane and I, Liberty. I think Tulane's ranked in like around 21, 22, and Liberty's like 25. Whoever has the highest ranking after those games gets the automatic slot for the group of five conference berth in one of those New Year's Six Bowls. So those are the two top contenders. Tulane wins, they probably get it, they lose, then Liberty has a chance to slide in to that top 25 that, slot. You know, not all college football games are made for me. That's probably not one. But that's all. That's the entire. That's the entirety of the schedule, I believe, for this weekend yeah. uh, for your conference championship games. Okay. And then uh, Army Navy's the next week, and then it's bowl season. Starts on December 16th. We're just a couple of weeks away from that. Uh, where's Notre Dame headed this year? Pop-Tart Bowl. Pop-Tart Bowl. In sunny Orlando. I saw. Did you see the edible? I saw they're going to have an edible mascot. I'm all. And the winning team at the end, and I'm assuming this is like going to be a giant baked pop tart, like with legs. They will get to eat the mascot at the end of the game. All about it. Of the pop tart. That is worth winning a game. What's your favorite pop tart flavor? Uh, boy, I really like cherry, and I really frosted cherry. Yeah, of course. That was Scott Van Pelt's choice last night on SportsCenter. And I really like frosted strawberry. I will not eat an unfrosted. Have you pop-tart. ever tried the brown sugar? sugar. We've one done this bit. The, it's, it's I don't good. like it. You don't like Mm-mm. it. I really don't. I'll eat an unfrosted or uh, an un. Did you say unfrosted or uncooked? Un- oh, I'll eat it uncooked. Unheated, yeah. I, I like it heated a little bit. I do too, but I'll eat one just right out of the wrapper. See, Caitlin says s'mores is the best flavor, but mm. I don't like chocolate breakfast. I don't like chocolate breakfast either. We, we know this about each other. Yeah, we both don't like. I don't need chocolate chip pancakes. Mm-mm. I like chocolate or chocolate muffins. Pass. I agree. Oh, here's some chocolate chip pancakes smothered in now, Belgian chocolate. Dessert, chocolate. like lava cake sure, or chocolate yeah. chip cookies. I'm good. I'll eat chocolate chip cookies for breakfast. Don't turn it into a breakfast food for me. I don't like chocolate chip cookie crunch. The I, cookie crunch cereal. I don't cereal. like chocolate cereal. The uh, mm-hmm. Cocoa Pebbles or Cocoa Krispies. Um, Maybe I would like brown sugar cinnamon. I didn't like it when I was a kid. Maybe I like it now because I just love the cherry and strawberry so much. Because it would be third for me. What about the toaster strudel where you have to put the icing the on? The best breakfast afterwards. ever made. Okay. Oh, so Pillsbury Period. toaster strudel. The strawberry and cream cheese, the blueberry, the ra- bet, they have a raspberry, cherry. <laughs> what, you did it? <laughs> just, you jazz hands it. Just when I go off the deep end of my diet, toaster strudels are in the mix. Just so you know, they'll like I'll pick some up in the next few weeks. We for should the have some at the uh, yeah at the, at the, at the extravaganza. Not a bad this idea. Year. All right, Kevin Charity coming up next. We'll get into some prospects. Yeah, Mad Friars top thirty prospect list coming out. You've got an Ethan Salas question for him. All coming up next. Ben Woods on 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.